What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 50 of Tighten Up the Dog Pound. I'm Big Mike. You can find me on Twitter, Big underscore Mike 9169. And Tighten Up the Dog Pound is on Twitter at Titan underscore Dog 21. So make sure you go give us a follow there. But more importantly, I'm joined today by my tall, sexy co-host, who is fresh off of Disney trip number 30 of the year and is in deep debt between that and NFL or just sports betting in general. Mr. Thomas Head. Thomas, tell me all about your day, buddy. How are you doing? I missed you. Well, I mean, for, first of all, I, I actually have not placed any bets since the last Super Bowl. Sounds like someone who's fresh in some kind of AA meeting. Oh, trust me, we're 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 revving it up again. <laughs> I would have done more last week for college football, but um, I was out at sea, and Florida has not legalized online sports gambling yet. So, rip. Did not did not get my bets placed in before I left for vacation. But that's okay. We're back, baby. We are back. And you're back to um, each week just throwing your money away and missing all of your parlays and all that. You know, honestly, I thought about texting you semi-recently because I was like, I don't know anything about betting. Like, I never bet. I don't have any of that downloaded. Because when I worked for the Titans, I could not do it. But since I don't do the games really much anymore, I could. And I Nate, need someone to teach me. So someone, someone should have sent the memo to Nicholas Petit Ferrer. <laughs> <laughs> you must have you must you must have gotten his letter that says do not gamble. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I I need someone to uh to teach me. So I may I may be asking you some advice throughout the season if I wanna also follow the deep debt and have people banging on my door demanding money. That's what happens oh, to you. That's not, so. that's not how that's not how that works, man. It's not throwing <laughs> it away when you win. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um so fresh off a Disney trip. Um, and football is back tonight, officially. Lions sure and is. Chiefs. How, how excited are you on a scale of one to 10? Oh, very, very excited. Very excited to, um, preview the Titans and the Browns. See, get your, I, I'm curious to see your thoughts on how the Titans are going to do this year and then get your perspective on the Browns and then delve into the playoff predictions, award predictions, Super Bowl predictions and picking games again. Yeah, I man, it's it. gonna be fun. Yeah, I missed it too. We, uh, you know, we we have this idea in our head where we're just gonna even in the off season record an episode once a week. But me and Thomas are very busy people. It gets hard. He ghosts me all the time. A lot of times, I'm sitting here at this computer, just waiting waiting for hours for him to join the meeting. I don't even get a text back. But uh, I'm hoping when New Year's comes around, you have a resolution of just doing better. Um, especially oh, when it comes right? to this, yeah, when it comes to this this podcast, I just expect better from you. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, one thing I do want to talk about before we dive into a lot of stuff that you mentioned about ward predictions, Titans and Browns record predictions is like Kate York got cut by the Browns, and just as many people on Browns Twitter predicted, he went to the Titans. And he'll probably go on to be a Hall of Fame kicker. How do, how do you how do you feel about that? Because I I have I have thoughts on Cade York and why it didn't work out here. But outside looking in, curious what you think. No, oh, my, I, I also thoughts. also predicted that he would be on the Titans. <laughs> he he had some quote like after his like for third and final preseason game, and I said, "Sounds like a Titan already." Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Where he was uh, talking to the media is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 
So are you mean, excited? I mean, like he he's definitely got a lot of potential. He's very young. He's only twenty two, I think. Exactly the talent. The talent's there, but it's all uh, it's all mental for him. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's it's wild. It, less than a year ago, he was drilling a sixty yarder to edge out a win against Browns legend Baker Mayfield against the Carolina <laughs> Panthers, and now he's on the Titans practice squad backing up Nick Folk. I'm telling you, life comes at you fast, especially in the NFL. It's a results-driven league is what they say. And he, here's the thing. If it was any other Browns year where we were expected to just, like, be terrible or, you know, mediocre or there wasn't sky-high expectations, he would probably still be on the Browns. The problem is there is too much riding on this year. It's too important of a year. The Browns have went all in from every aspect imaginable with trading for players, signing players, trading for Watson. You cannot risk a season on a kicker missing a field goal that decides the game or missing extra points. You just, you just can't. They, they kind of were forced to do it. They didn't want to do it. They wanted him back on the practice squad. It's a report that came out, but he wanted a change of scenery, which, you know, I, I can understand because it's it's been rough for months with him here, and he didn't, you know, other than the kick he made last year at the beginning of the season, like he missed a lot of kicks. Like there are two games that we could have won if he would have made his kicks, like the Chargers game that I went to, he missed a game winning kick. You know, that's the difference in making the playoffs or being at least in contention sometimes. So you know, these games are decided by like three points or less most of the time. So, God, just shocked to hear the sentence Browns and sky high expectations. The expectations in the building or sky high and the national media has no idea you have some Fox sports ranking them as the eighth best team in the league. And then you have CBS having them at 26. They have no idea. No one knows, but regardless of that, the, the front office has just, they, they have done a lot to push all the chips in to be like, we're, they were making a push this year. So it's a, uh, it, it, you know, like I said, that they, they can't have a kicker who, who is mentally in a bad place like that, who can't, make make kicks consistently um so hopefully he'll pan out for you guys uh you know he does have a lot of talent so we'll see um more importantly we move forward first thing i want to talk about are the record predictions for the titans and the browns i put some thought into this i don't think you're gonna like it no, that's, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to like your prediction either because I never do every year. Even if you got it right one year and you won't let me forget about it. Um, but who do you want to talk about first? We can, just, we can go with the Browns. All right. So I want you to go first with your prediction and why. Okay. And this is this, this is no trolling. This is no bullshit. This is your. No, honest, I didn't. I didn't like, troll. I didn't troll last no, no. year. You always you're always trolling, man. I can't tell. I'm always trolling you, but I didn't troll you last year. And I, I, so, I could not, the most spot on NFL prediction I had last year was how the Browns season was going to go. All right, let's see if you can do it two years in a row. What do you got? We'll see. So the record I landed on for the Browns is nine and eight. And okay. same, same and, as and, Tony Grossi. And, and and honestly, the AFC North I feel like is the hardest division to predict. I feel like you can make a case for every one of those teams to win the division. I feel like you can make a case for every one of those teams to finish last. So I got to nine and eight because I, in my mind, I thought best case scenario, 11 and six, worst case scenario, seven and 10 again, nine and eight is smack dab in the middle of that. 
That's totally fair. And I respect that you're at least giving us, giving us a winning season. And like I was saying a few minutes ago, it, they are a hard team to predict. And the AFC North is, is very tough regardless of the, the teams that are in there are tough and just predict, predicting this stuff. I mean, the Steelers could go out there and win 12 games this year just because Kenny Pickett takes a step and Mike Tomlin is a great coach. You know what I mean? Like, but we also have no idea if Kenny Pickett's going to be any good, for example. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I mean, it's they, the same with so, Watson. Every team has has question marks. Like, the Ravens, is Lamar Jackson going to get hurt again? You know, they lost some pieces on defense. Um, the Steelers, like you said, is Kenny Pickett going to make that, you know, year one to year two jump? You know, the yeah. Browns, is does Deshaun Watson, is he washed or was last season just him shaking the rust off? Uh, the You know, the Bengals – you know, shake up in the offensive line. Was Orlando Brown worth all that money? They lost Joe both Burrow their starting... injury concerns. Yeah. Joe Burrow injury concerns. They lost both their starting safeties. Yeah. yeah. Is that how's that defense going to be? So it's very, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of unknown. And depending on how those questions are answered is how that division is going to shake out. So I have been nine and eight, finishing third in the division. Third in the division. All right. Um, Let's not. I, I was. I was honestly. It was going to be like Stephen A. and uh, Shannon Sharp or Skip and Shannon Sharp back in the day. If you would have came out here and said six and eleven or something, I was going to be like, "All right, we have to put actual money on this." I didn't know. Didn't know where your head was at. Um, now, that's certainly possible, but, but I mean, and so they'll be, they'll be good enough to win game because you know I've said it all along. I think Jim Schwartz was the best addition you made in the off season. So the combination of that, Zadarius Smith, all those defensive line signings you made, it'll be a good pass rush. It'll be a it'll be a good defense. Um, offense will just probably be up and down depending on you know if if Kevin Stefanski finally decides to run the offense through his best player, you know that may that may get you an extra game or two. But he, for whatever reason, just really does not want to run the offense through Nick Chubb. One, no one does up there. They want it to be – I mean, you can't win Super Bowls. Yeah. Name the last good running back to win a Super Bowl. They want to pass. That's why they traded for Watson, too. They want to be a passing team. And so it's it's just a big question mark because, I mean, there's no way to know how he's going to perform this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's – I mean, Browns fans are very, like, you know, we're very anxious to see because, like, I know that you could say none of it matters, and I do agree to an extent – um, but like in terms of how Watson has looked in camp and preseason has been very promising because last year he did look not super great. The reports came out all the time from Mary Kay and everyone at Cleveland.com that he looked rusty, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then with, um, or, you know, how, you know, how rusty, hush, sorry, let me get these dogs out of here. What? No oh, man. Out, anyway, why, out, why out, out. Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, it's you know he he looked rusty in the in the preseason, and yeah, it's a long time without playing football. And then the last he went three and three as a starter. I think seven touchdowns, five picks in the last several games. Had some nice throws, some nice moments. Had some not so nice moments and throws. So yeah, it's it is just like is he completely cooked? Which I just think is kind of absurd. Uh. Or is it just like, okay, he had to shake some rust off. Now he has a full off-season year. All that stuff's in the past. 
for the most part. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, it is, it is going to be very, uh, I'm like extremely interested to see if like this first game against the Bengals, he comes out and they're throwing for 300 plus yards and putting up points or yeah, if it is going to just be like the timings off the passes are behind players, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I know in the preseason games, like he had, he looked a lot more polished than he did last year. So that's, that was a, at least a promising thing. Yeah. I just, I, I don't really put much stock into training camp. Yeah. Game, I, game, I do. Game, game, I do a game, little bit. Game speed will be different. Um, I mean, my, I guess my, my concerns for the offense, uh, Jedrick Wills left tackle concern because yeah. he's obviously been disappointing. And then, even, you know, dating back to his Clemson days, I mean, Deshaun Watson's always had accuracy issues. Well, his completion percentage in the NFL has been high. His issues are he takes a lot of sacks and he tries to extend plays and throws, you know, he'll throw some interceptions, which just throw the ball away. That, and I mean, the like a big problem he had in Houston was like there were, there were games to where he would just go like three or four consecutive drives and – just three and out, three and out, three and out, first down, and then have to punt. And then it was it was very feast or famine, if that makes any yeah. sense. So it's yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. It's 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 hard. Hard to hard to predict because last season was not a big enough sample size. No, nah, it was yeah, six games was was always gonna be tough. If he would have had 10 plus or something, I think we like the initial suspension, I think was six games. Like if he would have played the rest of the season after that, we'd probably know a little bit more, but um, all that being said, my prediction for them is not too far off of yours. Um, but it is at the ceiling of what you said theirs would be. So I have them at 11 and six, uh, mainly just because the Watson stuff aside, like you mentioned, Jim Schwartz, I just, I really think the Browns defense is going to be one of the best in the NFL this year between having him as a coordinator and just what they've done on the defensive line. I mean, Miles Garrett and Zedarius Smith on opposite edges is like miles better than, than what him and Clowney ever could have been. And I was excited when we had Clowney and Clowney had nine sacks with the Browns when you, you know, like when he actually tried, we just all know who he really is. Smith is, you know, that addition of Zedarius Smith, Dalvin Thomason, Obo, 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 um, say that name five times fast, but um, those additions combined with the secondary, which was just already good with Denzel Newsom, Emerson, added Juan Thornhill, who's looked great, Grant Delpit. You know, it's just they were playing well in the preseason. I just loved how fired up Jim Schwartz was, and he was at halftime saying like We're playing like trash. This isn't good enough, and we're up. You know, we're at one point was up 22 to three, you know, he's just like that fiery guy that I think that the, that defense needs. Cause Joe Woods was just, I don't know. He was, he was just not it. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I think the Browns met like on paper, you got to go out and prove it, but on paper, they match up well with a lot of teams uh, in terms of what teams want to do in today's NFL with the getting after the quarterback and having like a good secondary, which they have both. So I'm, I think their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. Um, and I, I think they're going to force more turnovers than they have in the past few years, which was a big issue under Joe Woods' defense. They didn't force the turnovers that they did like under, under Greg Williams, man, they were, they had some issues, but they forced some turnovers. They had like a lot in 2018, you know, like, so, but ever since Joe Woods got there, it was always very minimal. 
Um, so yeah, um, I, I do have concerns about Jedrick Wills. Uh, I've had concerns about him for a while. I do think Dewan Jones that they drafted, uh, they've been giving him snaps at left tackle and he's impressed a lot. And Bill, Bill Callahan's just a great offensive line coach. So I, I think he can mold him into a replacement if need be. Uh, everyone else on the offensive line's great returning, you know, you have Petonio, Teller, Jack Conklin, if he can stay healthy, which is a big if. And then, uh, Ethan Posick, who played great last year out of nowhere. Um, yeah, and then I mean the weapons are the weapons. I mean you've talked about how much you love the Elijah Moore trade. You got Moore Cooper, DPJ, David Njoku, Marquis Goodwin. You know, like they the it's one of the best rosters I've seen the Browns have in my lifetime. Which I know is not saying much, but saying much. But they're they're Browns fans. I see on Twitter. I've, I've seen I've seen this movie before. Yeah, I've seen this one. <laughs> there there are Browns fans on Twitter that are much older, like my dad's age. They're you know saying this is easily the best roster that they've seen since the. 80s you know 87 is kind of the the year that the browns had the last time the browns had a great roster so so yeah i i do think they're going to put a lot of it together um and you know they'll they'll i i don't know if this is a super bowl year but i do think it is a now is 11 and 6 going to get them first place in the afc north i really don't know that could be second place shit that that could be third place for all we know like you were saying with that division, it's really hard. Um, well, good. Yeah. So I have me 11 and six. Um, and yeah, I, I really, I really do think that a full year of Watson combined with all the moves they made in the off season and the Jim shorts edition is going to, going to really make a difference. Yeah, no, Jim Schwartz. He's the, he's the pass rush King. He yeah. is. I mean, I know you mentioned all the fiery stuff and all that. Um, I mean, his, his his bread and butter is getting to the quarterback without blitzing. He is yeah. he is the goat at figuring out an offensive lineman offensive line's weakness, and then creating matchups with his with his defensive lineman, and then having a deep defensive line rotation, which you guys you know do have outside of your starters. I mean, Maurice Hurst that that's a very good backup yep. defensive tackle to have to rotate into spell. And you know, Shelby Davis. Harris. Absolutely. And then Jordan Ariad, you mentioned uh Okoronkwo, who was very good in Houston last year. So very, very, very good. Um hopefully Denzel Ward stays healthy. Um Yeah. I'm a little concerned about him. That secondary can hold up, which I mean having a good pass rush definitely makes their job a lot easier than that that'll be. At least defense will be taken care of. So what are your uh, AFC North? Like how how do you see that division shaking out? Like just go go from first place to fourth place. So I really do think first place will be the Bengals. I think they'll win probably like 12, 12 to thirteen games. Uh, and I I like to think if the Browns go eleven and six, they get second place. Bengals I or uh, the Ravens I have at nine and eight, and the Steelers I have at seven and ten. Damn, I do have the, I do have the Steelers with the losing season for the first time in a while, just because I, I think. It's got to happen eventually, and I'm not I'm not super super sold on Kenny uh, Pickett or even Najee Harris. Kenny Pickett like, undefeated against Deshaun Watson. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you know, and I think I think the Ravens will be solid, but I mean, not that I'm I'm not wishing injuries by any means. It's just like they have a lot of players that are just known to not stay healthy for a full season. 
including, you know, Lamar Jackson, their starter. You have OBJ who can't stay healthy. You know, they just have guys. They have a lot of guys on paper that look good, but they also have a lot of guys who just have a history of not playing a full season, missing three or four games here or there. So I do think that that could derail them a little bit. Like they they may start off strong and then have injury issues in the middle of the season or something and lose two or three in a row. Uh, but, you know, Steelers and Ravens are both really good organizations. It's hard to ever fully count them out. Um, but like you said to to begin with, it's a, it's a very hard – division in terms of going against each other and it's a very just hard division to predict so we we could look back at this and be so you know the Steelers could win 13 games dude I mean it, 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 it I mean, could go out of the way oddly, oddly enough the team I feel safest about in that division are the Steelers is this, yeah well it's because of their consistency and I, I didn't I saw this stat the other day they have not finished last in a division since 1988 I can't say I'm surprised. That's it's still pretty crazy. They just yeah, they're a model of consistency. Yeah. Um much as I hate to admit it. So um, So I mean the way I see it shake shaking out, like I feel like either the Bengals or Ravens will win it. And the team that doesn't win it is gonna have like a disappointing year. Like like when I say disappointing, I mean like possibly finish last in the division. Yeah. The thing that concerns me about the Bengals is I think they overpaid for Orlando Brown. I mean, I think he's, you know, I don't think he's a bad left tackle, but he's, you know, I think he regards himself as one of the best in the league, and I don't think he is because two teams have just kind of let him walk away at this point. Yeah. Um, Lalel Collins is on the PUP list, so they are having to start Jonah Williams at right tackle. And for Jonah Williams, left tackle was his original position. They're switching him to right tackle. And this poor man. I was I, I was watching the uh, Bengals Ravens uh, playoff game, the wild mm-hmm. card game on you know they there was the NBC Sunday Night Football broadcast, and then it came and then it just came up you know Jonah Williams, you know gave up this many sacks you know in the twenty twenty two season, and then I saw in parentheses tied with Dennis Daly. Oh man, <laughs> this man is not a good. He is not a good <laughs> offensive lineman, and he is playing a position that he he never played it for the Bengals, and he that you know he that's not what he played it out. He was a left tackle at Alabama. Yeah, so he's yeah, at, he's tough. already not great, and he's out of position. So I can see them being disappointing, and then if the Ravens disappoint, it's going to be because Lamar Jackson gets hurt again, which yeah, is a very much which is a very, which is a very real poss- very real possibility. Yeah. So Bengals 12 and 5, Steelers 10 and 7, Browns 9 and 8, Ravens 8 and 9. That's not a bad prediction either. I could see it, I could see it going that going that way. It's I do yeah, I, I don't see one team in that division just completely plummeting. Like even 7 and 10 for the Steelers might be a little bit too harsh, but I do think that even if, if it's 7 or 10 or 8 and 9, like that's I, I feel like they're going to have their first losing season i'm trying to speak it into existence um first losing season under the mike tomlin in the mike tomlin you're, era so. you're, you're not ready for that kenny pickett george pickens connection well you know how bad i wanted the browns to draft george pickens so every time that's i why, see him that's, make why, that's, gonna, that's why it's gonna hurt you so much yeah i mean elijah moore is great you know like i like the trade i'm not saying he's he's great he has to prove it but i would have much elijah more on the bench on my fantasy team hey hell yeah yeah and you got d hop I drafted the wrong D hop. I drafted, 
I just saw I, I was driving while I was drafting. I saw D Hop and I clicked draft and only come to find out it was Dustin Hopkins, <laughs> not DeAndre Hopkins. Biggest plot twist of the year. Um all right. Well, we'll see who ends up being right. I hope that I am. But even if you're right, as a Browns fan, our uh what makes us happy is very low sometimes. So a winning season of nine and eight, man, I'd be cracking beers. Shots on me, you know. Um, Brown, Brown's got to take baby steps. <laughs> don't be a dumpster fire. Then make the playoffs. Then yeah. win the Super Bowl. Then exactly, it's baby steps. It's, it's a marathon, um, not a sprint. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the AFC South. Because man, oh man, am I interested to see what your Titans prediction is? Absolutely. I mean, I don't think it's really any secret. But since I went first to the Browns, you go first for the Titans, and then I'll hop in. Okay, so for the Titans, this this one this one was tough. This one was tough because what I always come back with you guys, what I always come back to is is Mike Rabel because I think Mike Rabel is like a really really good coach, uh, and it makes it very hard to be like, oh, the Titans are gonna have a quote bad record or whatever, just because I feel like he can coach so well that you guys will always be competitive. Even I know you had the collapse last year towards the end of the season, which was tough, but you know, I still feel like the team played with a lot of fire just because of his coaching style. And they really, I, I feel like they're really bought in. Um, but all that being said, I feel like, and you probably agree a lot of other Titans fans, I've talked to agree. I feel like the the Tannehill era is is coming to an end. Um, whether that's this year or next year, like probably have another quarterback under center, maybe one of the ones you've drafted. Um, so Tannehill has been a lot better than most people want to acknowledge. Uh, I, I do feel like there's a limit to him, though. Like he has his limitations, just like how we used to always say, like Baker can make a lot of throws and do this, but he has a lot of limitations. I don't think Tannehill has as many as Baker, but I do think he has some limitations. I just, I just, I never can sit here and envision the Titans winning the Super Bowl and Ryan Tannehill hoisting the trophy. There's some players I just, it's hard to envision that, and I've never been able to envision that with, with Tannehill. Um, but I do think he'll keep you guys competitive. Uh, Derrick Henry, you know, he stays healthy. He'll be a top five back in the league like usual, um, and the addition of DeAndre Hopkins depending on how it goes with him and Tannehill's chemistry. I don't know how it's looked so far and stuff that you don't really count, but like minicamp and whatnot, training camp. But overall, I have the Titans going eight and nine. And partially because, and I mean, you can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, because I, I haven't, I can't remember exactly who you guys added this year and whatnot, but like for a couple of years now, I've, I've said that the offensive line worries me with you guys. Has that improved? It, w- would you say it's improved a lot in the offseason or you still have concerns with it? Improved, but still have, still have concerns. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the old, the old saying is, you know, the games are one in the trenches and like that is one side of the trench and it still will worry me for a while until they get some dudes on that offensive line. Um, now, feel better about the defensive line. You know, you got you got nice players on defense uh, with Simmons and Bayard. Um, 
disappointed with Caleb Farley so far, which of course he had to tragedy in the offseason. You know, that's 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 been tough to begin with. Um but yeah, I just, you know, I feel like the AFC South division wise is gonna surprise some people in terms of the competitiveness uh from from a few teams. And I think there are games that the Titans would have won a few years ago against teams like the Jags and Texans that they may lose this year because I think those teams expect like have improved more. Um so yeah, I feel like I feel like eight and nine is kinda is kinda where where I'm at. Tell me your thoughts. Sorry oh. I hurt you. Yeah, no, no, sorry, sorry. I was um busy placing an additional bet of future <laughs> But on the Titans winning the AFC South, the Tennessee oh Titans are going to go God. ten and seven and win the AFC South. <laughs> this team was seven and three last year. But when, what did they it, finish? Going to get it. Hold on, I'm going to say it again. Seven and three before the entire roster collapsed, and in week eighteen, we pulled Josh Dobbs out of out of science class. <laughs> Put him in a uniform in an offense he had not played in all year. Went down to Jacksonville. Were, were in position to win that game with just minutes on the clock. And a very questionable fumble call ended up being the difference in that game that Josh Allen returned returned for a touchdown. All righty. So I, I agree with what you said. I think Ryan Tannehill is a criminally underrated quarterback. I don't think he's not great. He's good. He's reliable. He's solid. He's efficient. Is he top 10? No. Top 15? Absolutely. Comparing him to Baker Mayfield, that's just insulting. Well, just a few years ago in this pod, we both had Baker in the top 10 NFL. Well, don't, we, don't we, add, we, don't, no, don't no, we, like we know. weren't the same. We, we, you we, 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 know, we know better now. We, we know yeah. better now. That we, we know better now. I wasn't comparing him. I was comparing the sentences that we used to say mm. about how, like, there are limitations with both of them. You've said to yourself there's limitations with Tannehill. I mean, could you sit here and imagine Tannehill hoisting a Lombardi trophy in the Titans uniform? Because I just – I have a hard time um, with um, ima- Imagine, yes. But, I mean, you know, we can imagine a lot of things. Well, yeah, imagine, as a fan, imagine, but be realistic. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think the team's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Well, at least you can admit that. I, I mean, I, I did, I did predict that two years ago. I mean, they did have the one seat that year too, so it's not like that was a. You really need to be taken that, down that, a peg. that was that was that wasn't a crazy prediction, but defense. This is going to be a top five defense this year. They were great. They were great last year without Harold Landry. They added they added Arden Key, which is an upgrade over Bud Dupree. Locked up Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Um. Now the big concern I do have is the offensive line. So that that was a that was a that was a correct assertion that you made. They did make some improvements. I mean, Peter Skaronsky, you know, this I just think he's going to be a stud for the Titans for the next ten years. Um, Andre Dillard, I don't know how good he's going to be, but by God, he cannot be worse than Dennis Daly. <laughs> we, I mean, when he was the worst, he was the bottom. I mean, he he was he wasn't even the bottom. You know, you get to the bottom, you you dig. Um, 60 foot hole and then you'll that's where you'll find uh dennis daly so it, 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 it there is no possible way it can get worse than that yeah um brown's legend chris hubbard, chris hubbard. yeah he's gonna be starting at right tackle 
um, in place of Ohio State All-Star and All-Star FanDuel Gambler Nicholas Petit Ferrer, as he is serving <laughs> a six-game suspension. Unchecked betting, undisciplined. For betting at the uh, Titans Titans facilities. Um, so, there we have it, man. Yeah, it's... It, it, ten, 10 and 7... Um, obviously the addition of Deion, I mean, we're, you know, swap out Deion, uh, Robert Woods for DeAndre Hopkins, massive upgrade, uh, Traylon Burks. I mean, I think he'll be great if he can stay healthy. So hopefully, um, you know, we don't play the Eagles this year. So, you know, thankfully, you know, hopefully no other safeties uh, intentionally concuss him, mm-hmm. causing him to miss an additional month, this additional month of the season. But outside of that wide receiver depth is going to be, you know, there's, there's a lot left to be desired. You go to, Nick Westbrook Akine, who's just, you know, he stays on this roster because he is an elite run blocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh brought in Chris Moore from Houston Chris, last year. He he he's yeah. a, he was he was a solid receiver for them last year. So I mean him, you know, him as wide receiver three or four is not the end of the world. Um Georgia All-Star and undrafted free agent and Titans preseason standout. Kyrus Jackson made the roster. So he'll be a yeah, he'll be returning punts and then hopefully get some snaps at slot wide receiver. Um, Kyle Phillips is still made of glass starting the season on IR again. God, yeah, that's disappointing. So, again, you know, pe- people are down on the Titans. They're saying, you know, rebuilding year, this team's going to finish four and thirteen and five and twelve. And I, I don't I think it's that bad. Yeah, no, I don't. No, absolutely not. That that is a very that's very casual. I don't pay attention to the Titans take, which honestly, if you don't live in Nashville, if you're not a Titans fan, I can't, I don't really blame you for not paying attention to us. So yeah. I just think a lot of the reasons why people underrate the Titans is because people underrate Ryan Tannehill. And if, you know, obviously injuries and health is going to be the. Well, I was, was going to ask you about that. Cause you guys have dealt with so many injuries the last few seasons, like in terms of like, there's no way to predict if that's going to happen again, but like it has, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a couple of seasons in a row. You guys have been like decimated yeah. at some point throughout the year. And we talked about this on previous episodes, like the strength and conditioning department, like we have no idea how any of that stuff works, but there's certain teams that just seem to get hit way harder with injuries. Like the 49ers always do. Seems like that's happened to the Titans more. So, I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen again, but yeah, if it goes on the same trend, it could, it could get tough especially with, with some of the depth of some of these positions. I mean, if you go from having Hopkins and Traylon Burks as your starters to Chris Chris Moore and Nick West, Westbrook at Canada, you know, th- things get really hairy really fast. Because um, I know Hopkins had a suspension, but he also dealt with some injuries. I'm pretty sure he hasn't played a full season in a couple of years. Burks had those injuries. Or the, yeah, the concussion wasn't exactly like his fault per se. Uh, yeah. That was just – but but yeah, I do I do get concerned because I have the same concerns with the Browns to an extent. Like we always have soft tissue injuries, and like you mentioned, Denzel Ward, he get he's on his fourth concussion. He may have to retire in a couple of years just because he's had so many. You know, like and it just yeah. seems to happen every single year. So that's a tough thing with football. It's always hard to you look at it on paper and it's like, oh yeah, if we can stay healthy, and it's like there's just no way to know. Um, but yeah, hopefully you know the the people and I've seen some of those like national media prediction sheets and they have the titans at like literally like six and 11 or something i'm just like all right yeah I, i'm not a titans fan i pay attention to them more because we do this podcast i've worked for the titans i just follow a lot of teams closer than other and they're just one of those so 
yeah, I feel like Mike Rabel alone is enough to have you guys be more competitive, way more competitive than that. Um, I do. I, yeah, I just have the, between the offensive line and just like, I don't, I, I'm definitely higher in Tannehill than a lot of people are, but I still am just like, you know, he has, he's had some great moments and great years with you guys. I just wonder if it's like, this is the year that we see it like running out of steam. You know what I mean? And you guys have drafted Will Levis and Malik Willis and these other, they're behind him kind of waiting there to, to see if they're going to get a shot, whether it's at some point this year or next year. I don't think we'll see a benching situation, but I mean, yeah, if he, if he goes down, you're just going to see what these other guys can do even more. I mean, we saw some of Malik last year, but I guess Will Levis has just still been injured. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's back from injury. He was a full participant at practice this week. So, okay. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be Ryan Tannehill the whole season, barring, barring injury. And if, you know, if he stays healthy, I mean, this team will be, you know, week 18, they will be either in the driver's seat for the division or they will be competing for it. All right. You heard it here. I don't see it that way. 100%. I think you guys will be competitive. I just, I, I think the division's going to go to Jacksonville. Um, and we can kind of segue uh, segue into that real fast in terms of I'll tell you my AFC South prediction is going to be Jacksonville 10-7, winning the division, Titans 8-9, Texans 6-11, and, and Colts 5-12. and 12. I think the Colts are going to be pretty bad. I mean, Anthony Richardson, I know he's putting in the work, it seems like, but they, between them and Jim Irsay, the clown, like that that team, I just have a lot of – I just don't even like that team. Man. <laughs> I know you you definitely don't. I'm just like uh, – uh, I'm, I'm I'm definitely cold on them. I do think the Texans will be better. I think D'Amico Ryans is like a good head, head coaching hire. They've added some nice players. They just have a bunch of young rookies or old veterans, so they're, they're, they're going to lose games that they should win or whatever. Uh, and then talked about you guys. And then, you know, I just think the Jags – Jags have a good coaching situation. They have Trevor Lawrence. They have really nice players. Like I, I do think that they could compete for Damn. that division. Wasn't that long years. ago you called him Sir Lawrence? I was kidding. It was Urban uh-huh. Meyer. You know. Urban Meyer was busy hitting on yeah. some college college girl off camera. Did you see that video? I sure, I sure did. <laughs> that, I sure that did. Man wor- that man works around the clock. <laughs> Dirt the bag the, the horny grind yeah. never stops. All right. Well, I'm curious. Yeah, the Titans at ten and seven. So, what what is your overall prediction for each team in the AFC South? Titans ten and seven, Jags eight and nine, Texans six and eleven, Colts uh, four and thirteen. Oh, that would felt good to say, didn't it? I mean, it we're, sure we're, not, did. we're not too far off on the Colts one, yeah. No, I mean we're not too far off on the. Te- I, I agree but, with you about the Texans. I think the um, I think the Texans are building good long term, but they still have so many holes on that team and. Yeah. So I think I think they'll be absolutely horrific to start off, but I think as the season goes on, they will build more and more. And I, you know, who knows, man? They may they may catch up a Browns team in December, and that and you know play spoiler for a team and keep them out of the playoffs. Oh boy, there it um, is. Main concern with the Jags, though. Um, you know, Doug Doug Peterson was obviously an upgrade over Urban Meyer, but I still think he's just kind of you know I think he's a He's an okay coach. He's a statue, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that that speaks poorly on the uh, citizens of Philadelphia. 
but um their offense the Jags offensive line also not not very good um they let Jawan Taylor go in free agency without really replacing him and their other starting uh tackle um got suspended for PEDs yeah so they're having so they're starting a having having to start a rookie out of position at right tackle um like the addition of Calvin Ridley but outside of that I think their weapons are over you know Christian Kirk you know had a good year for him last year he He's proved Jay- a lot of people, yeah. Like I, I was yeah. not on that contract, and he had a good year for you. Uh, Zay Jones overpaid. Evan Ingram overpaid. Defense is you know good, not you know not great. Very you know mid defense. So I mean the Titans. That- I mean, <laughs> the Titans were in the driver's seat of that division, and if they had stayed healthy, they if Ryan Tannehill yes. would have stayed healthy. Just him staying healthy, they would have won it. But we had to see you know god poor malik willis yeah he he definitely uh he was put, he, he, was put, he, he, he was put in such a bad bad situation yeah didn't have anybody to, didn't, didn't have a, didn't have a line to protect him didn't have anybody to throw to and then we just yanked josh jobs off the street yeah out of science class arizona starting quarterback josh Dobbs, yeah kind of unbelievable i mean good for him yeah. though but they're, they're they're tanking whether they want to admit it or not. Kyler Murray, yeah. Anyway, all right, well. all right. Playoff teams, AFC seeds one to seven. Go. Oh boy, I didn't actually have a chance to write this down. So, um, definitely think Chiefs number one, Jets number two. So you have the Jets winning the AFC East. I do. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh dude, I'm, I'm buying all into the Jets. I, I oh, think they're certain, gonna be really good. Certain Bills fans are not gonna like that prediction. Yeah, well, you know, what can you do? Um, I sp- speaking of the Bills, just real fast, I uh, I I get the vibe that their their whole Super Bowl window is 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 closing pretty fast. So, I mean, I still think they're gonna be good, but. I don't think that they're like the powerhouse that they were. Uh, I agree. I like think a, a I few years ago, I think they're past their peak. Yeah, and you know, it's Josh Allen. You know, he he turns the ball over a lot, so it's just kind of between that and Stephon Diggs doesn't seem happy. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, so I got the Jets winning the East. Um. Bengals win in the North. They'd probably be, I guess, the the three seed. Um, Jags win in the South. Chiefs win in the West. Uh, I, th- I do think the Bills will get in on a wild card. Maybe. I mean, and then you have the Browns in on a wild card. Other teams, I mean, you have the Chargers, the Dolphins. It gets tough, man. The AFC is just so stacked. AFC is very stacked. I agree. It's like it's very hard. Um, but yeah, tell me more of who you got. Uh, so I have got starting at one. I've got Chiefs, Bengals, Jets, okay. Titans. Wild card. Let me get this pulled up again. Uh, definitely, definitely the Bills is the first wild card. 
Um, Bills, Steelers. Oh, that last spot's going to be tough. I'm going to give it to the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. But I mean, Chargers, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think the Browns will be competing for that. You know, outside chance for the Broncos, Patriots. I'm going to tell you this right now. Dolphins, 6-11. and 11. Heard it here first. Wow. You just hate Tua, man. <laughs> Dolphins are going to be looking for a new quarterback next season. Tua will I mean, not earn a will not earn an extension. He won't be able to stay healthy. That's the only reason. When he's when he plays, he's good. You just don't want to admit it. No, he's not. He's not. He's not good. They got figured out. He's elite, bro. His noodle. His noodle arm. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Okay, though. Yeah. NFC. Who, who who are your division winners in the NFC? All right. So the East got the Eagles. The North, I'm going the Lions. I am on the Lions hype train. The Lions might upset tonight. Who knows? Chiefs have got some injuries. It's uh, it's possible. Any given given Thursday. (laughs) What they say. Um, Yeah, so got them. uh, The South? Man, the South is hard. I feel like every team in the South is mid or lower. It's but, ju- it's it's just as hard as predicting the North, but for like the exact opposite reason. A hundred percent agreed. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I feel like they're a safe bet there because you know Derek Carr can win you some games. They have some they have some nice weapons. I'm just like Desmond Ritter with the Falcons. No, Bryce Young with the Panthers. You know he's a rookie. Could go either way, but we'll probably have some woes. And then you know Baker will be benched for Kyle Trask by Week Four, and the Bucks will win three or four games probably. Get Caleb Williams. By, by week four, I'm going to write that down. We'll, we'll <laughs> circle back to that. Um, all, all in all seriousness, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Baker plays well. But you know, he's on like what his fourth team in like a couple of years. That's just yeah. Don't lie to me. You're rooting for him to fail. Maybe a little bit. You know I how much that. I love. I see. You, I see that. Look. You know how much I, I liked Baker, but uh, no, you, all you loved stuff. him. You well, were yeah, the, all that- you were the quintessential Baker bro. I, uh, yeah, but the, the difference is I, I saw the the error of my ways combined with just his, uh, you know, how, how some stuff went down between him and the team and him and coaches and stuff just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, anyway, so the West, West is another tough division. I mean, the Cardinals completely out of it. Seahawks were a good story last year. I feel like could be competitive. Um, but... Overall, I'm going to do the 49ers winning the West. Um, Brock Purdy season. And then the two wild cards going to have the Cowboys and the Packers. There's a third wild card. Third wild. Yeah, you're right. Um, Packers. Jordan yeah. Love, dude. I mean, like, call it. You don't. You don't count it. That's fine. But like, he he's looked pretty solid, man. He has looked pretty solid. I think. I think that they could. They could squeeze out nine games. I mean, the MC's weak, dude. It doesn't take much to get a wild card there. Probably have the Vikings. Vikings is other wild card just because after watching quarterback on uh, um, Netflix, dude. I just love Kirk Cousins. I think he's like the nicest guy in the world, right. and he's like I really think, funny. Yeah. Had the exact opposite feelings for Kirk. Cousins. What? Oh man, everyone loved him on quarterback. You're crazy. Oh, you man. Uh, anyway. his, his his man cave was so cringe. I mean, Jesus, if he didn't give all of his money to his dad's mega church, telling people not to get vaccinated, he could get well, a yeah, better man a, cave 
been a Hobby Lobby display. That's a whole other discussion, which I do not agree with him doing that. But I just think that uh, I like, you know, I liked him in quarterback, dude. That's all I got to say. I, I wouldn't hate that. it. I, I wanted wouldn't to get that him. Lombardi trophy. I wouldn't put up in if people spot. just didn't grossly overrate him. Well, yeah, yeah. He's, his stats are definitely inflated. Uh, who are, so? Who, who are your teams? So Before I get are. to that, I, I will. I will respect Kirk Cousins when he takes the Vikings as far as Case Keenum took the Vikings. Browns legend, Case Keenum. Browns legend. Yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> division winners um, in the East. I am going to go Cowboys. Wow. North Vikings. South Falcons, West 49ers. Then my wild card teams are going to be Eagles, Lions, Giants. The only one that, the only division we have somewhere is uh, the West. Yes, yeah, so I, I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's very, uh, very clear cut. I'm surprised you don't have the Eagles again. I mean, like they, they, they lost a few players, but they still that defensive line. And, and I mean, I, 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 I'm not like hating on the Eagles. I still think they could, yeah. but um, you know, just typically Was it the Super Trey Bowl Lance hangover. trade that did it for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, teams that lose the Super Bowl typically have a hangover in the next year and kind of you know slightly underwhelm. But I mean, they'll they're they're a you know I still have them as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, yeah. and and just t- and just typically, I mean. Divisions typically don't repeat themselves, so like some new teams are going to win divisions. So, all right, um, let's rattle through some award predictions. We went through the teams we think will make it into January and on. So, I'm just going to name an award, and you tell me who you got with a short why. Okay. MVP. Joe Burrow. I mean, really, I, you know, if we were being honest, Patrick Mahomes would win the MVP every year, but just because he won it last year and yeah, Joe Burrow probably won it this year. Uh, who do you think? Okay. I have Joe Burrow as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I, it's the same exact reason. It's kind of like in basketball where they could just give MVP to like LeBron every year if they wanted to, but they have to give it to someone else. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy predictions. Like I saw Trevor Lawrence is an MVP, um, which I, you know, even I think that's a little out there, but yeah, I mean, my home stays healthy. He could, de- he could definitely win every year, but I, I do think that Joe Burrow, regardless of how the division shakes out, is just going to have a monster year. Uh, Cause he's, he's that good. Offensive player of the year. Go. Gonna go with gonna go with an outside shot here. I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. That's a good. That's a really good prediction. That is almost one that I had as well because I, I do think with Aaron Rodgers he's gonna he's gonna ball out. It's gonna have a Devonte Adams like season. Yeah, it's a good prediction. I like it. I have uh, I have Justin Jefferson because I think he's. I mean, he's the best wide receiver in the league. I think so. He 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 could very well win one. The bell cow of my fantasy team. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year. Oh, man. Uh, probably Miles Garrett. 
Who won it? Who won so, Defensive Player of the Year last year? Was it Miles uh, Garrett? No, no, he he still hasn't won one. He he got some votes last year, but I think it was. Uh, Let me see. Honestly, I can't remember. I feel like an idiot. It was someone obvious. Oh, Nick Bosa. Yeah, it was Bosa. That's because he had like twenty something sacks. Um, yeah. So you, you know how many how many years we've been doing this show? I think I've predicted Miles Garrett every year uh, because he he does have that potential. But I think this year I'm not going to predict him. I do think he could still win it, but I think Michael Parsons is going to win Defensive Player of the Year because he is fucking unreal. Yeah, and you know he'll win one eventually. I think he can do it this year. Um, yeah, he's currently got the best odds to. Oh, does he? He's the he's the Vegas favorite to win it. Well, damn. Um, offensive rookie of the year. This is a good one. Who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go Jameer Gibbs. Okay, it's a good one. Um, I'm not gonna pick a quarterback in this one. I feel like a lot of a lot of lists I've seen have you know a Bryce Young or someone up there. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jackson Smith and Jigba with the Seahawks. Ooh. I think I think he's I think he's gonna be good there. And you know, I do think the Seahawks are gonna still be competitive even if they don't uh win the division. Yeah, he he could he could have a good year like that. Yeah. Um I also I mean I like Bijan Robinson as well. That's that's a especially, good one. Especially especially if they one. use especially if they use him as a bell cow down in Atlanta. Yeah. That's a good one. Um all right. Defensive rookie of the year. Jalen Carter. That's a good one. He had all the controversy coming in the draft, but if all that stuff didn't exist, he would have went like what top five, top three, probably. He's, 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 yeah, yeah. So that's definitely a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with a kind of obvious one, but I just I like the pick for the Texans, and that's Will Anderson. Um, you know, he I I, th- I think that's a really good pick. I think he's gonna have. Have a good rookie year. Um, so, what do we got next? Comeback player of the year. Ooh, this is a good one. Who do you think? Well, so I mean, the overwhelming because usually oh, on it's got to be Demar Hamlin, right? Yeah, because on future uh, odds, on future odds, like even like the number one guy, like it's you always get plus odds. Like it, you know, you yeah. always get more money than you bet. Demar Hamlin minus seven hundred for comeback players. Jesus. So I mean, I yeah, they'll more than likely give it to him. Um, outside shot, OBJ. I think he. I think. I think he'll if he has a you know, yeah, a Pro Bowl year, he could have a chance. Um, another guy listed. Speaking of Texans, John Mechie. He was the rookie That's last year. Had, had, had to miss his rookie year due to a uh, cancer diagnosis, and he's back this year. So if he shows out, that strong candidate as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are both good uh, in terms of. Yeah, I feel like Hamlin will win it most likely. Um, but I am gonna do, and it pains me to say this, but I'm gonna say Russell Wilson because. As much as I don't like Russell Wilson, I just think that he's going to have a really good year because of Sean Payton, and I could just see if if he balls out a little bit, that's that's a guy that could win one. Um, 
But going on record, I do not like Russell Wilson. <laughs> I just feel like that that could be one that that happens. Because uh, it seems like Sean Payton is there's no bullshit going on down there. I mean, he is like he's tearing into Russell Wilson like every other day. It's funny. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, see. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah, uh, coach of the year. Hmm. I'm gonna go Robert Sala. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Dan Campbell. Lions, yeah, that's, that, that's Lions. Yeah, he he he, he is the he is the favorite. Is he? Yep. He's so okay. uh, starting at favorite. Uh, Dan Campbell nine to one. Sean Payton ten to one. Matt Eberflus eleven to okay. one. Arthur Smith fourteen to one. Robert Sala sixteen to one. Matt Lafleur also sixteen to one. Those are the. I just really players. like Dan Campbell, man. I just do. He just seems like such a great guy, and. I don't know. I just want to they, say they they, they 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 have a good roster. I'm just I'm still not sold on Jared Goff. They like him a lot. They want to extend him. It's kind of crazy. Didn't they, they draft they, the Tennessee quarterback? Yeah, the Hinden Hooker. Hinden Hooker, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um let's quickly rattle through these. And th- this is tough. Because it's week one. We have no idea of anything. We got one more thing for week one, man. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Oh, the Super Bowl. Duh. Jets. Damn. J E T S Jets. Over, Jets, over, Jets. over, over who? It'd be the Jets over the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to go back. You know, it's funny back because we we had the same else. we had the same exact Super Bowl prediction last year. I think we had Bills over Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. You're right. I know we we had Bills Packers. I can't remember who we predicted to win. I think we predicted the Bills. I think um, it was the Bills. Pretty sure both of us. And, yeah. It's going to be the this same one's thing. Very different. All, yeah. Almost the same thing this year. Jets over Cowboys. Jets, man. Jets over Cowboys. What a Super Bowl that would be. Oh, the, the, ra- the like, ratings machine yeah. is just. Gonna... <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, yeah, but no, I, I'm I'm like you. I mean, I believe in I believe in Aaron Rodgers. I think the Jets are going to be the best defense in the NFL next year. Yeah. Getting Brees I'm, Hall I'm back, signed in. Alvin yeah. Cook, all the weapons they have. So. There we go. Yeah. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go to week one, baby. All right. Lions, Chiefs. Chiefs are four and a half point favorites tonight. Who wins? I'm going to go Lions with the upset. Lions with the upset. Chiefs win, but I think the Lions will keep keep it close. Chiefs have the injury. Well, Travis Kelsey, questionable. They lost, you know, the TikTok king, Juju. And Chris (laughs) Jones, man, he he wants all that. He wants all that. He wants all that money. He wants to be a Brown for sure. No, no, don't, know about, <laughs> don't know about that. All right, Titans at Saints. Uh, Saints are three point favorites. Going with the Saints. Titans. Titans cover. Titans win, baby. Titans. Titans win by at least a touchdown. There it is. All right. Heck yeah. Anyway, All right. Piped out. <laughs> Te- Te- Texans at Ravens. Ravens are ten point favorites. Definitely take the Ravens in this one, yeah. Can't take the Texans with the rookie quarterback. Ravens and yeah. Ravens in a blowout. Yeah. Ravens sure. score so many points, CJ Shroud can't count that high. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Bengals and Browns. Bengals are two and a half point road favorites. Going with the Browns. Also going I do with think the it'll Browns. be a close game. Also going with the Browns. They are gonna they are going to abuse Jonah Williams. 
Joe Burrow's yeah. gonna be a little Joe Burrow's gonna be a little gimpy and just for whatever reason, man, the Browns they always Joe Burrow only has they, one I will say his one win against the Browns is against Deshaun Watson. But I know. It's funny. I think he's like one in four in games that he starts and the the Bengals in general in the last several years have a terrible record against the Browns. It's kinda crazy. So I don't know, man. Hopefully Deshaun Watson unlocks his Baker Mayfield and gets a dub. <laughs> Anyway, it just Bucks, end Bucks, there. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks at Vikings. Vikings five and a half point favorites. I'm gonna go with the upset. Go with the Bucks. Oh, Sam yeah. Baker's prices already. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Bucks cover. Vikings win. Um, Panthers at Falcons. Falcons are three and a half point home favorites. This is like a dumpster fire of a game. I don't. I, I just do not. Even, I, other than seeing Bryce Young, I have very little interest. I feel like the Falcons do win. Um, but I don't know. I feel like this could be a very low scoring game. Be like a 13 to three or 13 to 10 victory or something. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Falcons as well. Underrated addition for the Falcons that I feel like, uh, flew under the radar. Calais Campbell is an Atlanta Falcon. Yeah, he is. And that, that, that was a, that was a good, yeah, that was a good. Calais Campbell and Bud Dupree. So I feel like that defense will be flying jags at colts jags are five point road favorites and anthony richardson's first start definitely taking the jags i think the colts are going to start out really bad like how you we both have them with a bad record i think they're going to start out with like three or four losses in a row before they get their first one. yeah i agree i have no idea how anthony richardson's going to be as a pro but i feel like the start of his career is going to be horrific yeah i think so so, so Jags win. 49ers at Steelers. 49ers are two and a half point road favorites. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners here. Definitely feel like they, uh, they're they the better team. Do you think it'll be a close game, though? Just because Steelers. 49ers are the better team. I think Steelers are going to get the upset. Okay. Finally, pick. I think that's your first upset, right? Uh, or do you already have one? I mean, technically, I mean, I picked the Titans and the Browns. Technically the Titans, yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair. All right, uh, Cardinals at Commanders. Commanders are seven-point favorites. Yeah, definitely taking the Commanders, dude. I, I think the Cardinals are going to be so bad this year. Yeah. Do you have I some fire I, in your gut? I think everybody's on that consensus. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Commanders as well. You know, Sam Howell, what's he going to be like? Feels frisky. Feel, yeah, it does. Raiders at Broncos. Broncos, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Jimmy G versus Russell Wilson, quarterback matchup of the century. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Broncos here. I do think it'll still be a little sloppy on, on the Broncos' end, just with new system, new coach. But I, I o- overall, like, I feel like they're going to be in a much better position than with Nathaniel Hackett. Ding, 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 ding. Raiders, baby. Oh, God. The Raiders. Uh, Dolphins at Chargers. Chargers are three-point home favorites. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. To a season, baby. The the Dolphins are going to come in and get an easy victory. Easy victory. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm talking like 31 to 17. Who was throwing the ball all over the field? That certainly was not the case with they played in L.A. last season. (laughs) We don't live in the past here, Thomas. Okay. We don't live in the past. He'd learn from his mistakes because he's elite. 
You know, speaking, you know, you know, speaking, <laughs> the, speaking to the Dolphins, and you know, thinking of Jalen Waddle, totally unrelated, but apparently, Jim Ursay just tried to straight up trade <laughs> Jonathan Taylor for Jalen. He refuses to give Jonathan Taylor money, but thinks he can just get Jalen Waddle for Jonathan Taylor. I know. I mean, you're making me fucking laugh over here just because of how absurd that proposal was. I saw that was like Jim Irsay is on actual drugs. He's a clown. Wouldn't be his first time. All right. Yeah. Eagles at Patriots. Eagles four point road favorites. I'm taking the Patriots with an upset here. Just because oh, okay. like he, like you said, Super Bowl hangover. I do think the Eagles will be good, but first game back, Belichick is Belichick. You know, he's he still schemes really well for teams. So uh no Bailey Zappy, but Mac Jones will carry the weight. Absolutely. We got we got uh Maga Mac. Um I agree with you. I think the Patriots upset him week one. Nice. Yeah, that could be cool. All right. Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks are five and a half point home favorites. Uh Matt Stafford is back. They will not have two Coopers, one cup. <laughs> Cooper You're Cooper Cup is Co- Co- Cooper Cup is out with an injury, in, in case you did not pick up on that. Yes, uh, I'm definitely going to take the Seahawks here. I think the Rams are going to be pretty bad this year as well. They just have such a crazy, young, inexperienced team, and then like Matt Stafford may be cooked. So yeah, they 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 could be a four or five six game win winning team this year. I'm not as that. I think the Rams will be better than they were <clears throat> last year. I think they'll finish close to five, like seven or eight wins. But I do think they lose this game. Yeah. If honestly, I I, I want to pick them to win this game, but not having Cooper Cup, I just yeah, it kind of it's hard. Not not feeling it. Sunday night game: Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys three and a half point road favorites. Definitely taking the Cowboys over Danny Dimes here. <clears throat> not sold. Still not sold on Danny Dimes. I don't care how much money you got. He's a seventeen touchdown to eight interception a season guy. Wild card at best. Book it. God. Cowboys by Deshaun, 30. Deshaun Watson's wishing for those numbers. Give it time, my friend. <laughs> All right, yeah, I agree. Cowboy, Cowboys uh, win that game as well. Memphis legend, Tony Pollard. Oh, yeah. Big season, big season incoming, baby. <laughs> and last right. game, we are only getting one Monday night game this year, not, not two as we have in years past. Bills at Jets. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. Disrespectful to the Jets. Jets win big, make a statement. 40-10. to 10. Josh Allen fumbles and throws three interceptions. Grant decides he doesn't like football anymore and goes yeah, back I, to I, just... I, I, I'm not going to say <laughs> blowout, but I think the Jets win. Also, the Bills not going to have uh, Von Miller to start the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty big blow. Yeah, I mean, all jokes aside, I don't think it'll be that much of a blowout, but I do think the Jets are going to, like, really, like, show to some people, like, holy shit, they are for real this year. First game, I know it's just first game, but I I do think that they're going to, they're going to kind of show out a little bit. Garrett Wilson, nine catches, 100 yard types, type game, you know. But if the Bills couldn't beat Zach Wilson, I don't, I don't like their chances. (laughs) Rodgers. Agreed. Alrighty. That's week one, man. We're back, baby. The predictions will keep rolling. We're back. When we see y'all again, Titans and Browns will be 1-0, baby.
Damn right. Browns two two years in a row of winning week one after all those years of losing week one. It's going to just become a normal thing. We won't even need Cave York this year. Be easy. All right. It's been fun. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Podcast, uh, Tighten Up's Dog Pound podcast is on Apple and Spotify. Um, we have our predictions officially out for the whole season, for the game. This is... There's no going back after this. There's no editing. So whenever the Browns come out and win 16 of their 17 games and Sean Watson throws 40 touchdowns, he still won't win MVP ever. But we can both say we were wrong, especially you. Uh, but no, been fun, man. We'll uh, we'll jump on episode next week uh, and, and keep this train rolling. In the meantime, Absolutely. give me a hefty tight note. Tighten up. We're back, baby. We're back. Go Browns. Woof, woof.